Welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. And I am sitting here uh, with a guy I'm pretty proud, I mean, most of the time, to call friend. And that's uh, Jonathan Lede. And he is the general manager, the GM over at Bear Archery. And uh, a lot of people know that uh, I have a lot of history with Bear Archery, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Jonathan, thanks for sitting down and uh, hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Awesome. And, you know, Jonathan's a, a, an enigma in a way. And I, I say that because he's very corporate. I was literally teasing about this just earlier. He's he's very corporate. He's very business, um, professional. You know, you talk to him for a little bit and, and there's no doubt, you know, he's obviously, you know, very educated. And he knows a lot about bows, has a lot of history in the archery industry. But he could sit there and quote some of the hysterical movies that I absolutely love as well. Like whether it's Step Brothers or Austin Powers or some of the things that I just find hysterical. And I see you over there doing the same thing and i love it no i i, I like having a good time yeah um, it's awesome i'm kind of a corporate redneck i guess in a way, i was but, gonna say that but that, and that's okay um but i do like to have a good time and there's you know there's times when you have to kind of tone it back a little bit um but i guess i just i feel like that's just life right if i can have a good time and enjoy the people i'm around with and and have a good life a uh, good laugh i I enjoy it. It's definitely about a lot of laughter, and Absolutely. I and I love that. And we've been doing a lot of that, despite the fact that I haven't been, uh, you know, you know, been able to get a deer in range yet for you. We've seen a bunch. Like we saw, how many bucks did we see the other morning? I think between mule deer and whitetail bucks, we had eight or ten. Just in, I mean, early, right? And then we saw a few more when we were driving. Um, I know I've seen 100 plus deer. Yeah, that's, in, I mean you know, the, the 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 numbers of deer have a bit bad, but the rut's over, and yeah, and, and we've been doing some hunting, but. Um, What's what's cool to me is you've got a really cool position like bear archery. I mean, it's bear archery, and and for people that that have listened to my podcast before, know me, or know a little bit about my history, I I used to work at bear archery, and it was the coolest thing. I worked under Frank Scott, who had worked for Fred Bear since he was like sixteen years old, and Frank Scott to me, you know, he was like that guy that just knew everything. I, I mean, I love Frank. He was a great guy, uh, great sense of humor. And, and Frank taught me a lot. And I've talked about this before. I want to share this with you because we've, we've, we talked about it a little bit today. Um, Frank Scott was one of those guys. He was a no-nonsense guy, but he also had a great sense of humor. He was a hardcore hunter. He loved Fred Berry, and he loved bear archery, and he loved the history of archery. You know, the, you know, the sure. Pope and Young, you know, Art Young and Saxon Pope and all the different, you know, the Mongolian flight bows. I mean, the museum, the Fred Bear Museum was a, was, was, was a thing to behold. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Bass Pro Shops, you know what they I mean? Did. You they know, purchased that. Has, has the majority of that. I know there's still some stuff over there, but they have the majority of that, which is really cool. And you can see that uh, at the Bass Pro headquarters in Springfield right. there, um, which is really cool. But as you know, I worked for Frank Scott, and the history there, we were so proud when I worked there to tell people that we were the largest archery manufacturing plant in the world. And that was that was something we were really proud of. And Absolutely. you guys, after Fred passed uh, in the late 80s, what's, what's really neat to me is bear archery, and especially kind of under your management, you guys are keeping Fred in everything. And talk a little bit about that because your your history, let's, let's first I want sure. to talk about your history. Sure. Um, because you've got a pretty rich history with some, you know, other boat companies too, which is really neat. I think that adds credence to your, you know, amount of experience in the industry so let's talk about that and then i want you to go from that into you know why you think it's so important to keep fred bear involved in everything you're doing sure so um yeah my father-in-law is the one that got me into this business um i started with pse in 2006 and uh, my father-in-law had worked for pete it was one of his first employees um and a sales guy forever there and so just through mutual friendships and acquaintances i I came on with pse in 2006 and 
spent a little bit over a decade there and um, had a great a great time there, um, great people, good product, obviously a rich history there with Pete and, and that company, and then had the opportunity uh, to go work for a private equity company, which was a totally different um, environment, um, but something that was really cool to see kind of how the industry was changing. So, But that was still in the outdoor space, which I think is important to say. So, yep. Yeah, so I mean, and still in the bow business too. Right. So um, in the bow space, broadheads, sin elimination. So, um, and like I said, great people there too, but just a different facet of that. And then... Uh, in my mind, this job kind of presented itself at the absolute perfect time. Um, a lot of people don't know that, you know, this job was um, offered to me and it, and it came to me, you know, through our, that time CEO um, who didn't know I lived in the town where we're located in Evansville. So um, called me and asked me if I would fly in for a meeting. And I told him I, I lived in Newburgh and he said, no, I live in Newburgh. And I said, well, <laughs> I live in Newburgh and we lived a half a mile from each other. No way. That's funny, so, actually. So um, he it, just knew you as, as the archery it, guy and, and, and a businessman that he was interested right. in being a general manager. It turns out you live that close. Yeah. So it was total, total luck. Um, just great timing. But I have to say that this has been, um, I would say, kind of the, the pinnacle of of what I wanted in this industry was to work for a brand like Bear Archery. And, um, you know, hearing the stories about Fred from my father-in-law who was friends with him, um, and then through current people that are at Bear Archery now, uh, Neil Bice, who runs our plant in Gainesville. Um, it's cool because we're getting ready to celebrate our 90th year in 2023. So you think about a bow company that's been around for 90 years. and That's impressive. It, like, really impressive, right? So I have, like, this much, just a, a pinch of that history. Um but I, I do take a big, um, it's a responsibility in my mind. And I've, I've said this to our group many times is it's not about us. Um, it's about our customer, but it's also about the legacy that we're trying to continue. And um, that balance of, you know, keeping a legacy alive from a 90-year-old company and a man that's not been around for almost 40 years. Um, so still preserving all the things that he was, but yet being relevant today to a changing market. So there's a balance there in the product that we do, how we market, the partners we have, but it's a balance. Man, I tell you, that's one of the things that you guys have really done well. And and I think that pride is still there with people at Bear Archery, like it was when I was there. And that was, it was really cool. It was like, man, oh, yeah. you know, it, this is, this is like you said, legacy. That's a great word to use. And as well as, you know, the fact that you guys do keep that very involved. There's some companies that I think lose sight of their, of their owners or the people that started the company or put everything into it, you know, their lives, their, you know, their, their hard work. Absolutely. And, and then, you know, that gets lost and, you know, making different, you know, products, no matter what that is. So I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you guys have really kept Fred and a lot of, you know, the things that Fred stood for, you know, you and me were talking earlier that, you know, anything with a bow is a trophy and that's, you know, that's huge to me. And I I really respect that. That's, that's your attitude. And you're not, you're, you're a true hunter. I mean, when you came out here, you're like, you know, Hey, I'm here. I'm having a great time. If I get it here, great. If I don't great. And that's the way I look at it. You know, it's, it's fun. And it's fun just being outdoors. And you were, you know, you were commenting on the Eagles and the, you know, the Cooper's Hawk and, you know, it, it, that to me is, what hunting and what Fred Bear really wanted to share. And, and his, his uh, you know, motto of getting everybody in the outdoors. It didn't really matter the space or, or how you did it. And, and for me especially, you know, I want to harvest something. I want to have a successful hunt. I'm very passionate about that. But this is my release. Like, you know, with, with kids and a family and a career, there's a lot of work, a lot of stress. And this is, that's what I'm saying, coming out for three or four days and watching eagles and shooting ducks and geese and just watching deer run around, that's 
to me, the trophy's there, and then hopefully the icing on the cake is that we can, you know, connect on something. Hopefully get something in range. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with you so much. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you're most excited about. Bear has made, um, and man, forgive me for saying this, but I, I think Bear got stagnant for a little bit. I really do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it kind of broke my heart a little bit. You know, when I was there, it was like, man, we were on top of our game. Like sure. I said, the largest archery, you know, manufacturing plant in the world. And you know what I mean? And we were just so excited. And, and, and then it got stagnant for a little bit. And the resurgence in Bear, and I noticed it this year with my clients too, mm-hmm. which was really neat. Um, like the first antelope killed this year uh, was a guy named Mike. He works with, you know, he's actually uh, one of the reps or dealers, I should say. Sorry, one of the dealers for John Deere. And, you know, Bear Bow, first antelope of the year. And, you know, and then I started looking, I was like, wow, because I can usually see trends mm-hmm. in the industry, sure. if you will. And it's like, man, look at the number of people coming out with, with Bear Bows. And it was really neat. But you guys have made a huge resurgence. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that because I know a lot of that's got to do with your vision. I think you're very forward thinking, and, and you know, and I've learned that just from that. hanging out with you for a couple of years. But talk to me a little bit about your path, uh, you know, for bear archery mm-hmm. going forward, and, and some of the things you're super excited about uh, that you guys rolled out this year. You know, as as well as some of the plans that you got coming up. Sure. Yeah. So I, I think the key for us is knowing who we are and what we're good at, and staying in our lane. And I I think it's kind of ironic this year, for example, just in the last couple of months. The industry released more bows in the fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar range than they ever have, and what? And I'm looking at in this a downturn. Thing, in, in a down, That's in a, interesting. In inflationary times, that. downturn economy, and where we've seen our massive growth has been in everything from an entry level to kind of that higher mid price point. That's where we've seen a tremendous amount of growth, and I think that customers right now are looking for a couple of things. They're looking for innovation and new products, obviously digital react and some of the cool things we've done there, but they're looking for value. And I don't think value has to just mean that it's inexpensive. I mean, you can spend $1,000 and get something that's a good value for the technology you're getting. Um, but we haven't we haven't strayed out of our lane. Like, we're building a ton of products that are, call it $400 packages to $800 packages. And a lot of our competitions abandon it. And I think that some of that may be just vision and strategy. Some of it may be that they can't, they can't build a lot of those products and be financially sound. Um, but we've seen tremendous growth there. And I think that as we moved into 23, um, I think we're going to see some challenges just in the economy that we've already seen in 22. Right. People are looking for more bang for their buck. Big I time. mean, that's really, it's important and it breaks my heart just to real quick interject. You know, I, I take and guide rifle hunters as well. And it has driven me crazy that some of the manufacturers now are offering bows that are way more expensive for for somebody to buy a bow than it is a firearm. 100%. Like so, as a as a father, or you're a young father or a young mother, and you're looking at getting your kids into the outdoors, and you go, "Wow, you know, I can buy a bow for fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars, or I can buy this rifle with a scope, and I can get it for two hundred fifty or three hundred. Mm-hmm. What are you going to choose?" Yeah. So you guys are right on track yeah. to me because that's what Fred Bear was about offering. You know, what you wanted to get a bow into everybody's hands and he wanted to give them a good product with good value so they you know they didn't feel like they were you know breaking the bank to to go out and enjoy some time outdoors sure and we're listening to those customers i mean we we're constantly engaged on our social channels and our website and the you know the consumer shows that we do we're listening to customers on you know what are you looking for like what are you looking for for your kids or for yourself are you a hunter you shooting 3d like what do you want so i think as we develop this line next year um i mean 
I still think that I mean I love high end bows. Don't get me wrong. Like I, the technology and what you can do with them is phenomenal. This year we built um, the nicest high end bow I've ever been a part of in the Execute series. It's an eleven hundred and ninety nine dollar bow. It's expensive. Yeah, it's a beautiful bow. Um, it's awesome. Thing shoots fantastic. Like I said, it's the nicest bear that we've ever built. Um, but we're not just going to put all of our eggs in that basket. Right. You don't have to buy that bow no. to go out and enjoy yourself and have a fast bow. I mean, you know, what's 10 feet per second? <laughs> no, you're, you're right. It, it's, it's more of, it's more of like the materials and the time right. we went into it and some other stuff. But, um, so when we went kind of the drawing board this year and, and the price points, we built, um, a, a bow. I'm super excited about the legend XR. This is a $450 bow, $550 in a package, but it's super adjustable on draw length. We got right. 10 plus inches in draw length. Thing goes from 14 to 70 pounds, but it's not a youth bow. Like it, right. it I have it, a legend, it, by the way. It, 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 it's <laughs> awesome. Like you, you can span the, you know, the all of your different consumers. Um, and it's it's just an awesome bow, but it's at the right price. And our dealers have responded because they've they're listening to their consumers. Right. Right. As, Guys aren't as, coming in to spend that kind of money it. right now. I mean, they got to pay rent, you know, car payments. That's it. So, so we're listening to them. So I'm excited about on the, on the compound side. I'm excited about the high end bow that we've done because I do feel like it's the nicest thing we built, and here we are celebrating 90 years. Um, but the Legend XR, um, the new Adapt bow that we did with the Hunting Public guys, and then on the traditional side, obviously, I'm super excited about the project that, that we just finished. Yeah, you know, some people have heard of that, and I'm super excited. Just I wrote an article that just came out in Bowhunter Magazine. I did one for Western Hunter. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about the bow quite a bit, and I I call it my project with Fred Bear. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's funny because growing up as a kid – Fred was always a hero to me, you know what I mean? As far as a bow hunting hero, you know, I was like, oh, wow. You know, got to meet him. He signed one of his field notes for me at the Gainesville Mall in Gainesville, Florida, when I was literally, it was in 1976. So if that tells you anything. But so cool to me and to read his field notes and, and, and to follow Fred Bear's career. So, you know, to follow up and have a job there was really cool. And I'm super proud of that. Still have my bear archery badge. I That's think awesome. I included a picture yeah. of that in the, the Bowhunter Magazine article because I was so proud of it. You know, it was like there was something you don't throw away. Sure. It's like, wow, I got to work at Bear Archery where, you know, mm-hmm. Fred Bear started. But that project, I was so excited to work with you guys on that. And, you know, Fred Bear's latch system, or his custom takedown design was Fred's design. I mean, he patented that. He came up with that. And it was so neat to me. Uh, to be able to bring that up, and, and you know, and we've talked about this before, and, it, and it's thrown around, but to marry, you know, technology with tradition. I've used that term before yeah. because I, th- I think that's what we've done there too. Is is we took a bow that Fred Bear had designed, and there were some things where technology has changed in a lot of ways, and you know, ideas and and slow motion videography and figuring out what a arrow's doing and Archer's paradox, and it was like, man, if we could make a few tweaks to this, I think it would be an even better bow, and. Mm-hmm. You are so on track and, and with your experience, you know, that you have not only in archery and hunting, but, you know, also manufacturing. And we came together and we talked about a few times like, okay, we could do this less expensive or we could do this and get exactly what we want. And, mm-hmm. and it was a, you know what, let's make it like a custom bow. Let's Absolutely. do and get it exactly like we wanted. So some of the changes for those that are listening may be curious. I mean, um, the old... Um, design or the old, you know, Fred Bear custom takedown on the riser had a much wider shelf. I mean, you know, the the, the shelf could accommodate a, you know, what I mean, dang near a two by four, <laughs> two inches wide. You know, you you could put a lot on that shelf. So one of the things for feather clearance, because uh, I'm a real stickler for perfect arrow flight, is we wanted to take that shelf in, um, and then we really wanted to radius the shelf as well, so we had less surface contact. And you and me and, and some of the engineers, you know, as we talked, it was like, yeah, that would be 
awesome. And, and, you know, we have so many people putting, like I used to do, you know, I'd put a, a dowel or, you know, I'd put a sure. toothpick or a nail or a piece of an Allen wrench like I shaved down. So, you know, we, we made a lot of little changes, you know, the adjustable, you know, uh, the little step-ups, you know what I mean? Just you can put them in, you know, there's three different options for, you know, the, the type of slope that you want to put on the shelf. Um, we also changed the side plate. You know, you can go with an elevated rest. You could shoot it off the shelf. But then we've got an extra, you know, Allen screw in there so you could set it wherever you want. Because I found that whether it was really hot, really cold, you know what I mean, brush could get in there and change it. I wanted to be able to lock that side plate where I wanted it. Sure. And all our testing was awesome. So, I, uh, you know, I know I, I know I went off here a little bit about that boat because I'm super excited about it. But, you know, we're also offering that in left-handed. So that's, that's been the biggest thing that is that cool? I'd say the, the strangest question, right? So <laughs> the, the A and B handle what we call mag risers. Um, and, and mag is, a, I guess, a bad term because they're not made out of magnesium. They are right. aluminum. The originals were, were made out of magnesium. Right. Now they're made out of aluminum. But out of respect, you guys started right. with the mag riser right. term. Yeah, so we use that term. But the A and B handle gave us the two different links, right? Yep. But they were solid throwbacks to that original. So yep. uh, the cool thing about this handle was that one, it was a lot techier, right? right? I mean, fully machined handle. Lighter. Lighter weight. Um, but the one thing we didn't have in the A and B because of the way they were built was a left-handed version. So this is the this does a lot of things. One, it is a, the, I think, the, the nicest machined aluminum takedown recurve. It got us a left-handed version, but it also is the in-between size between our A and B mag handles. Right. So now with our one, two, and three limbs, we can stretch the entire, you know, length chart of where the A was, the B was, now there's the middle of it. So. Right. Yeah, you can go from 58 to 62, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you just can, you, bow. Yeah, yeah just, you know, and, and also the poundage variations, you know, the, the different offerings in the limbs and the fact that, you know, you guys were very forward thinking, I think, and the fact that we wanted, we didn't want to change the riser so much that the other limbs wouldn't fit with it. You know, some companies do that, you know what I mean, where you're forced to buy. It used to try to be crazy, you know, they'd be, well, yeah, if you want to shoot this, you have to get this. Nope, you could have a... a you know, a pair of limbs from the seventies and you know, fit. they're going to, they're going to slide right in there and you can still shoot those. So uh, t- to me, I love that. I think that was another neat feature about it. Well, and, and you mentioned kind of bridging that new and old gap with this bow and that, that takedown latch system, we're coming up on 60 years now and it was way ahead of its time. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, really way ahead of its time, but it's a very simple system, but it works. Yeah. No tools. You don't even need an Allen or she need nothing. nothing. So uh, it, it's just a, it's a really cool system, but, um, you know, with that, like you said, limbs, guy buys a few different weight limbs. He buys a one, a two, a three. He can take our wood takedown. He can take our mag handles, and he can take the, the Fred Eichler signature bow and interchange those limbs and do whatever he wants to do. So it's pretty cool. I love it. And you guys have so many other great offerings, you know what I mean, from the longbow to the other recurves. You just have a ton. You guys have a huge offering for anybody right now at, at, at Bear, and I'm, I'm loving some of the stuff you guys have done. Um, and some of the offerings in the, even the colors, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to flip back to mine for just yeah, one more second absolutely. because we got, you know, the Fred Bear camo, then we've got, and it's funny. So, so everybody knows the difference, like some of the little background, I guess, information, because I love hearing about this. And, you know, me and Jonathan would talk at the phone late at night. And this is how you know the guy not only is a hunter, but like serious about his job. I could call him at like seven at night and he would pick up the phone like, you know, hey, man, I know I'm calling your cell phone. And he'd be like, yeah, no problem. What are we talking about? And I'm like, well, I was on the grinder and I was in the shop today and I did this. And what do you think of this? And you would be like, well, and, you know, you were like, well, friend, I think maybe this. Maybe, what if we did this? And so that was really fun. But even to the point of naming the colors. Oh, yeah. 
you know, we had some fun with that back and forth because it was like, well, should it be green? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, hunter green or moss green. You know, And should we go with tan? Yeah. Buckskin's cooler. Yeah. I like the, t- you know. So, it was all you. Well, it yeah. was both of us. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun going back and forth on that. You know, what, what do we like better? So, you know, I guess I like those little stories. I'm the guy that, and I've covered it on this. If I go to a restaurant and they have the little menu, and on the back of the menu it has the story of the whole restaurant, and you can learn a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think people might get a kick of knowing, like, yeah, it was even back and forth and how we wanted to name it or what we did here and, you know, even the cost stuff because that's, that's all an equation. I mean, we were like, well, we could make it cheaper. We could do this. We could do that. We could not add this. But it was like, mm, now we want to do all these things. And, 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 and I think, you know, we've got basically we've come to a custom bow um, at a heck of a price, you know, for the, for the offerings. And let's talk a little bit about some of the places like – you know, a pro shop to me is still one of the best places to buy a bow. Now, I'm a little biased. Um, you know, you 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 visit a ton of pro shops. You have a lot of experience with pro shops. You've called on a lot of them back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I managed an archery pro shop, um, so a lot of the service and stuff you can get there. Pro shops are a great option, but you can also go in and get almost any bare bow or a lot of the bare bows. You know, Bass Pro Shops, right. Cabela's, and they've got a. Uh, basically a pro shop set up there where they can help guys get set up and they can put your knocks on and they can get you tuned up. Um, Three Rivers is another great option. Great customer of ours. Yep. And, and Bass for Pro. For the traditional side. Yeah, excuse me. Bass Pro um, is not only just the compound side. They're obviously you know, a very large customer on the, the compound side, but they do a lot of our traditional bows. Yep. Um, and I think that between, you know, great traditional uh, customers like Three Rivers, Bass Pro and Cabela's, um, and even the independent dealers right now, because of the growth in traditional over the last few years, um, they're adding more traditional stuff. So they're becoming more experts in that field. And so um, it's really grown our product line, but there's just a whole lot more places for people to go in. When I called on shops, I would say 10% of my shops had a traditional bow on the shelf. I mean, that was it. And they were you know, two hundred or three hundred dollar, you know, wood recurves, yeah. and sometimes used old ones that they Correct. just <laughs> then, yeah trade ins or whatever. Right. So um, it's nice to see that a lot more people are getting behind it and offering that stuff because there is a demand for it. So wouldn't you say ninety? I would say a strong ninety percent, if not more, seem to have a, some type so, of traditional offering. offering. Correct. It's gotten it's gotten a lot bigger in the last twenty years since I've been in this business. Right. Yeah, um, it's which it's, is crazy because that's the oldest product, but yeah. It's, I know it's kind of odd. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I, yeah. I I love that. Well, talk a little bit about what's coming up. I know we, uh, you know, I, I I tend to get going because talking about archery and we've got to get back into a tree stand yeah. here pretty quick. Absolutely. Um, talk about what you're excited about. What's coming up? I mean, you know, Bear's been doing some amazing things. You know, some of the products you guys have out right now, both on the traditional side and the compound side, sure. as we talked about. Um, you guys have a crossbow line that's fast, and again, that's reasonably priced. Um, you know, that's a you know that's a fun option as well. Let's talk about what you guys have coming up. You know, we've talked about the website. You know, guys can order directly from Bear, you know, if they want to do that. Um, But talk about what you're excited about. Sure. I mean, I think this 90th year thing has gotten me really excited. And and that's not just from an advertising standpoint. I mean, you're going to see it in a lot of the marketing stuff we do uh, next year. But from a product standpoint, our foot's on the gas. Like um, Trophy Ridge accessories, the crossbows, traditional We've got a lot of different projects going. Um, Releases. All all the above, right? So technology seems to be driving things right now. So we're we're heavily involved in that. Um, You know, from a website standpoint, we built a new website uh, about two years ago. Spent a lot of money building a site that really combines all all of our brands. But my goal when I had the meeting on that website was I want a website that is first, it's educational, and second, it's informational. Or those can can be interchanged. But that was the two goals. It wasn't, you know, 
for e-commerce standpoint or whatever. But if a customer's coming for those two things, for education information, and they want to transact on that website, we should at least make it Give them that option. Exactly. And, and give them the information to do it. So, yes, people can come by on our website, um, or maybe they can't find something at, at the shop that they're Bass Pro, Cabela's, or whoever. Um, so one of the things we're working towards in kind of the beginning stages of it is kind of a custom bow builder. Um, I really see this um, bigger on the traditional side than anything because when you look at our line, you've got a whole lot of different woods. You've got a whole lot of different glasses, string colors, um, limb, limb sizes, tips. limb tips, yeah. limb weights. So ideally, it'd be a, a place where whether they did it through the website and it went to a dealer or they you know, bought it directly from the website – that someone could pick a bow, and let's take yours for example. So now you've got the riser, and instead of the three colors that we have, we've got all different kinds of film dips, right? We've got different colors of powder coat. They could do that. Then they could pick the limb they wanted, different limb tips, different glass colors, caramel glass, um, you know, number one limbs with this string, and then put a case with it and build a package out and really make a, a one-of-a-kind bow because you could build thousands of different variations and never duplicate that's unreal. So that, I think that'll goal. be neat. I think it will be too. Yeah, it's, I think that'll be a neat thing to look forward to. And now, you know, and this is just a little tip for people. You know, back in the archery shop, I would see guys that would go to new string materials and put it on an old bow that they didn't realize didn't have linen Macarta tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and literally, I've seen bare bows. I've seen, you know, Pearsons. I've seen all kinds of old recurves or even longbows blow up, you know what I mean? Because they didn't have the right string. And what's great is everything you guys are running now will take any of the newer, you know, string materials. It's not going to, you know, have an issue. But be real careful with some of the older ones. If you're one of the guys that, you know, picks up a collector or something from a garage sale, you know, maybe go with a B50 Dacron or or, or go with something that's a little little more, you know, giving as far as stretching the string material. Because that's just a tip I like to throw out there because there's a lot of traditional guys out there that, you know, may not know or new to traditional that go, oh, man, I want a fast flight string to get a little more speed or I want to go with, you know, something that doesn't stretch as much and they end up ruining an old bow. I was telling them, call us too. We've got a great customer service team. And because of the knowledge in Gainesville with Neil and his team, I can make one call down there. They can tell me when a bow was built, like who it was built for, what you can and can't do with it. And very few people have that kind of knowledge. So um, I lean on them a lot because I am not a traditional expert, um, but I'm learning more about it all the time. And I've, I'm a traditional enthusiast, but I'm not an expert. Oh, in there it. you go. I like yeah, that. I, like that. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I don't think there's any experts. No, you know, I always, I, I always say we're all traditional enthusiasts. Yeah. So you're right in there with us all. Yeah, but we leaned on you for this, <laughs> this project because, I mean, that was the thing. We've got great engineers, and I was passionate about it, but I'm not the expert in it. And I think that I think it came off just perfectly. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about the project. Um, so another question for you real quick. I want to, I want to end with what's your favorite part about your job? What's your least favorite part about your job? And, and then I want to send somebody to a website. You know, if somebody's listening and goes, man, I might be interested in career bear archery where they go for that. Okay. So, yeah. So I would say favorite part, favorite part about my job, um, is the inter- here with you, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, these, these have some real high points, but I don't know if I should put that part out there. It, uh, yeah. Um, I think the interaction with my team. So I've got an awesome team, both places, Gainesville and Evansville. But um, the cool thing about what we do is not just an office environment, right? A lot of our days are spent um, kind of around the table looking at projects. We're back in an archery range and the building, um, you know, just working through products. What does it not do? What does it do? What do we want it to do? So I, I think just that general interaction has been, it's been a great culture, I will say. It's, that's, I really enjoy that. Um, that's what you call a hands-on GM there. It, I, I enjoy it. No, I, that's probably the favorite part about what I do. Um, 
least favorite part? I mean, sometimes just the detail stuff, right? I mean, you know, finances and that kind of stuff is a, a large portion of my job. It's not that I, I dislike it, but it's not as much fun as the, right. the creative building part. Um, yeah, and in terms of careers, uh, you know, we're owned by a, a much larger public company, um, yep. Escalade Sports. But uh, So we kind of funnel things through that. But you can check out beararchery.com. But then Escalade Sports, um, Escalade Sports, Inc., um, we'll have all of our job postings, and that could be anything from Gainesville uh, to facility to engineering, product management, as well as on our sports side. Cause it could be basketball goals, water sports, you know, uh, table tennis or ping pong. Yeah, ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how you look at it. Um, but, no, a lot of cool careers there. And we've gotten people in our building in archery that started on the sports side, but they were hunters and then had the ability to come so over. and come over. Yeah, so – um, awesome company, a lot of cool brands, but I think that uh, from a legacy standpoint, this is probably the tops in that company. So I'm a little biased. But I love it. <laughs> that's okay. I love it. Jonathan, thank you so much. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to a podcast with Bear Archery's own Jonathan. And, you know, as, as GM, it's kind of neat to hear from him about what they've done and what they're looking forward to. And I learned something. It's kind of neat because if you try to Google a job at Bear Archery, you may want to end up going to, you know, Escalade Sports and, and, you know, finding it through there because a lot of people come to me and go, how do you get a job in the outdoor industry? You know, you, you talk to this guy or this guy or this guy, and I really want to pursue a career in that. So if you're listening to this and you might be interested in a career at Bear Archery or whether you're an engineer, engineer, whether you want to get online with the team and, you know, be one of the guys working on the bows, you know, or running some of the awesome machines back there. So check it out for a, a possible career as well. Well, I appreciate the time. And like I said, this has been a blast out here. and glad we could connect and, uh, you know, appreciate it. I look forward to having you back. Appreciate it. Thank you.